1: and podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Final hour to get right, much like the Dallas Mavericks season here on 105. Three of the fan, Kevin Gray, Reginald attitude Unnecessary. Uh, Rego Mendoza. They decided it was unnecessary throughout the course of the season. Uh, appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. The truckwreck.com text line 877-881-1053 if you want to get in on the conversation. Really appreciate you joining us on this Friday night at Kevin Gray Sports, at Reg, at Atula Rigo, Mm -hmm. Mendoza, ETC on Twitter if you want to give us a follow there as we get ready to send you off into your weekend, what now officially is the final weekend of Dallas Mavericks basketball. As the Dallas Mavericks lose at home 115-112, to having now officially been eliminated from playoff contention, Luka Doncic played a grand total of 12 minutes and 35 seconds, scoring 13 points, and he tied for the lead in points for the Mavericks. Is that good? No. Well, it's good if you're a Mavericks fan who wants this team to have a top 10 pick and not have to give it, at least for this year, to the New York Knicks. 115-112. Patrick Williams had 23 points. Nikola Vucevic had 20. Kobe White had 24 to pace the Bulls. So, KG, when when were you born again?
0: 1986. Okay, so since nineteen, the 1980-1981 season, the NBA has had three teams in the great state of Texas. So for the entirety of your life as well. Um, and this is the very first time that the Houston Rockets, San Antonio Spurs, and Dallas Mavericks will not be represented at all in the playoffs. Yeesh.
1: Yikes. And yeah, two, man. And two of those teams got a real shot at Victor. <laughs> Not a real shot. They're the, they are the ones. Yeah, the Rockets and the Spurs. They are.
0: they all have the equal chance at the number one overall pick. That fourteen percent. Each each one, one of them have that fourteen percent. In addition to the uh, Detroit Pistons.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about Detroit. They've been losing a bunch of basketball
0: games this year Boy. as well. And for the for and for their uh, for that honor, it does sound like there are some people in Detroit. And I when I say people in Detroit, I don't just mean like citizens. I mean uh like people in the organization that think that uh Dwayne Casey might not be back.
1: TruckRed.com text line 877811053. Give me the one word to describe the Maverick season. Oh want, boy. Yeah, I want to I wanna hear from from y'all on mm-hmm. the uh the truckred.com text line.
0: While you do that, you want me to just give you some some headlines as we do, or you wanna say you want to do that next?
1: Oh, I got one more. We'll, we'll kind of go back and forth on it. Okay, um all right. Unfortunately, the good guys uh, went down today. Cut number five, Rangers fall to the Cubs in Chicago. Here comes the 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out, and the ball game is over. The Cubs blank the Rangers in the opening game of this series by a final score of 2 to nothing. So, the good guys fall to the Chicago Cubs in the first game of a three game series. As the Rangers got a really good, nice outing, though, from Nathan Evaldi today. Uh, unfortunately, it was for not as five he, and two thirds. Yeah. Um, but could not get any run support from his teammates on this Friday afternoon. Game was actually broadcasted. On Apple TV, I know. I was that's where I was viewing it. Mm-hmm. It felt really weird because Apple TV. I
0: mean, the broadcast is quite literally named Friday Night Baseball, but that's of course right. we had a day game. Um, but also, Apple has built this thing for night baseball. It really they use you know really clear cameras, and the broadcast looks really crisp. It's kind of their calling card. But during a day game, with you know the brightness of the sun and the way that it reflects and everything, it didn't look as cri- as crisp. So I thought that was a little little odd. But uh, obviously, again. Uh, Cubs win 2-0 two, uh, two um, over your Texas Rangers in the first game of that series. Uh, another piece of Texas Ranger-related news, Texas Rangers right-handed pitcher Jake Odorizzi will miss the rest of the season after undergoing shoulder debridement surgery. Yeah. So he's 33. Remember, that he was acquired from the Braves Atlanta, yeah. for Colby uh, Allard, but he's not going to throw a single pitch. He had, you know, some... Some issues with that same shoulder that kind of prevented him from getting going during yeah. spring training. And seems like that will take the entire season. So the, the guy that they acquired for Colby Allard at 33 years of age will not play uh, a, single, a single inning. He will not throw a single
1: pitch for the Rangers in 2023. It's one of the things we were talking about.
0: But thankfully, he was supposed to be a depth guy, right? He yeah. was supposed to be, in essence, your sixth starter, so to say. But um, with the rotation that you have and with the expectation of injury that I think is fair to have, now you go, okay, we don't have that built-in. We are immediately going there. Dane Dunning has started off the season nice, so maybe you go back to Dane, Dane Dunning and uh, maybe just have him stretch out and go back into the rotation if needed. Um, but, yeah, that, I guess that's that's still a little bit uh, unfortunate because you, you thought that you had a nice safety plan there. With Jake Rizzi that is no longer there.
1: Uh, From the 214, they said go stars. Forget the Mavericks, go stars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, From the 817, laughable. 214, disappointed. Some of the words to describe the Mavericks season.
0: 254, in essence, they said poopy.
1: Yep. Even though they didn't say poopy. They used another word mm-hmm. to describe it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I keep those rolling in on the DetroitRate.com text line. Also live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash DallasFanCam and on YouTube uh, as well. But, uh, unfortunately, for Jake Odorizzi, he's going to be out for the remainder of the 2023 MLB campaign for your Texas Rangers. What's the Bro-
0: best run- oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: I was just to say Brooks Koepka, uh doing his thing at the Masters. 12 under par is your leader after the second round was suspended due to weather. The second round will finish up tomorrow before they get, begin uh, third round of play. Tiger Woods is sitting at plus two. The projected cut right now at the Masters is plus two. So Tiger hanging on by a thread. He still has to finish his second round. He is even through 11 holes uh, during his second round of play. John Rahm at nine under par. Still has the back half of uh, of
0: mm-hmm. the of course, to go for his second round to be completed. I think they're going to start that at 8 Eastern tomorrow, getting those rounds made up before they
1: get the typical Saturday round going. And shout out to Madisonville, Texas's own Sam Bennett, proud Texas A&M Aggie, sole third place right now at 8 under par after shooting back-to-back 68s at Augusta, Uh, shooting another four-under round today. So Sam Bennett very much in it at the Masters. Winner gets $2.7 million, your defending champion, Scotty Scheffler, for the Masters.
0: That's in Augusta, Georgia. Let's bring it back to the DFW. In fact, Fort Worth, Texas, at TCU's campus. Um, Patrick Mahomes was invited, uh, the Chiefs wide receivers, for some off-season throwing. Obviously, you know, it is not allowed for teams to have workouts this time period. So you typically see kind of quarterbacks invite their wide receivers to throw or to, uh, you know, get run mm-hmm. some routes, toss back and forth. Um, Trey Lance was also spotted throwing football with them. He don't play for the Chiefs. But mm. obviously this is coming back off of the injury that he had and first time seeing him out here throwing the football. But Yeah, devastating ankle injury, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's odd that he's out there throwing with the Chiefs, but he was out here spotting in public throwing the football. Now, what could be noted, you can only really see a single throw from him, but what it does seem like is that um, his his release point is a little bit higher, maybe, and that the release is actually quicker. So okay. So, it's a possibility that he might have rehabbed and worked, obviously, in his rehab time, might have worked on his release and on his mechanics to maybe make him in a better quarterback, which... Will make it interesting to see what the uh, the competition is like between himself, Brock Purdy, and whoever else they ultimately consider in San Francisco.
1: Yeah, Brock Purdy, of course, having the uh, the UCL surgery, uh, dealing with the elbow injury there, and of course Trey Lance coming off of the ankle injury. I'm st- look, man. I know I've said it before. I'll say it again. If I'm San Francisco, I'm just quietly laying laying in wait till after the NFL draft to see if this whole Lamar Jackson thing. Get settled with Baltimore. Oh, boy. Because. If, I didn't think about that at all. If I'm San Francisco, I'm offering Lamar Jackson, you know, pretty much what he wants and daring Baltimore to match it. And if they don't, here, you can have these two first-round picks and imagine Lamar Jackson in that offense with Kyle Shanahan. Scary hours. <laughs> Scary hours. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, but I hope for Trey Lance, he eventually, you know, is able to. To work it out. Because they, they drafted him because they felt like he could increase their ceiling there after Jimmy Garoppolo was able to, you know, help San Francisco get to a Super Bowl, but ultimately could not deliver in the biggest moments needed for them. Um, so hopefully for Trey Lance he gets together. But working with Patrick Mahomes, not a bad, not a bad start. No. <laughs> I, I also wonder if
0: like the larger NFL scale, if this will kind of stop teams from going so going so far in on the idea of like the I guess project quarterback for lack of a better term right because you drafted him and you knew he hadn't played a lot of football you're like and it kind of came down to well we're gonna get him and we can we can make that work and i mean at this point he still hasn't played a lot of football obviously but um i wonder if that will put teams in a place where maybe they don't think to do that as much although as as i'm saying that i'm remembering um a different level of project quarterback but like anthony richardson and people were like yo mike could go number one so
1: Maybe not. The Tampa Bay Rays continue to destroy everything in its path. That's because they got a 9-5 win today. Isaac Paridi's grand slam during Tampa Bay's six-run second inning allows the Tampa Bay Rays to win 9-5 to extend their season-opening win streak to now seven games. Check this out. The Tampa Bay Rays have now won each of their first seven games by four runs or more, that is the Oh my goodness. Longest such streak in American and National League history, according to ESPN stats and info. The Rays are also the fifth team since two thousand to start a season seven and oh. Okay, Tampa. Who I, I I don't mean to be that guy.
0: Who did they play against? Oh, okay. Yeah, they beat up on Oakland.
1: Yeah. By the way, the Rays, 18 homers are the first, or excuse me, are the most through seven games in team history. It's not just that they beat up on Oakland. They started the season with the
0: Detroit Tigers. Yes. Then they went and played the Washington Nationals. That's right. Then they played the A's. So, like, this is good. They're beating a bunch of teams they're supposed to. Good job, guys. However, what you want me to do with that?
1: Hey good teams beat the teams they're supposed to beat.
0: Fair, fair enough was that was that was that shade at the Mavs or
1: and then you got the Mavs catch strays just to put a ball in that thing with the Mavs as they have eliminated been eliminated for playoff contention the Mavericks traded for Kyrie Irving on February 7th excuse me February 5th excuse me February 5th 2023 from that date forward, the Mavericks played 26 games. The Mavericks the record? went nine and seventeen. Not great. Since February 5th, 2023. Not great. It's no, not.
0: It's not. Remember, it's just pooper. Let it flow.
1: Oh boy, what a disappointment. That's um. That's nasty work, man. Twenty six games, nine and seventeen, after acquiring Kyrie Irving. Uh, speaking of basketball, the Nets locked up the six seed tonight. They'll face the Sixers in the first round. That's gonna be a hell of a matchup. Okay,
0: yeah, that's right. We're starting to figure out what some of these mm-hmm. what these series are. Uh, the Nets are an interesting little team because they've got some guys that play good basketball.
1: They just do not compare, though. No, they're not. They're gonna. Get, oh my god. Yeah, they're gonna get beat up pretty good. Like who's who,
0: who's their starting big? Is it Nick Claxton?
1: That sounds like the right call there.
0: I don't think. I was about to say, I was like, are are they going to get put in the rim repeatedly? And I don't know necessarily, but also yes.
1: (laughs) I bet you didn't have that on your bingo card. What is that? Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith making the playoffs and the Mavericks not. Well. That adds injury to Enzo. and not only did they make the playoffs, they made it in the top six, so they're not even in the play-in. I'm glad it worked out for Dorian and Spencer Dinwiddie getting up out of here, because yikes. Uh, no four six nine. I'm not gonna waste my breath on Alden Smith. That's all you're gonna get from me on that one. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's uh, shout out to Dorian Finney-Smith, man. I. I I hope it works out for him long-term in Brooklyn. He's a, he's a good dude. Um, and he's his, he's earned it. He's earned everything. In he this got league. it out the mud. He did.
0: And he really fashioned himself. And, I mean, obviously, you need to give some level of credit to the Mavs uh, development team. But he fashioned himself into what is one of the most valuable players in the NBA right now, which is a real, a really and truly 3-and-D player that can guard multiple positions, damn near every single one of them. Like, that is that is what every team wants. And he he did an incredible job becoming that. And he's able to – he's
1: been able to get, like, a life-changing money off of it. He has. And deservedly so. Deservedly so. Uh, by the way, Luka Doncic is not going to talk tonight. Not going to address the media after tonight's game.
0: Oof. I'm real interested to say, see what
1: that man right there in them glasses is saying right now. Uh, we'll We'll find out. Um – Jason Kidd did say, as part of his post-game comments, uh, that Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic uh, obviously are not playing on Sunday. Several other regulars will not play as well, with that to be determined uh, at this point. <laughs> the the uh, I have to laugh because the 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 tweets are starting to roll in mm-hmm. as the night has gone on. <laughs> Somebody said uh, that boy, C Wood thought he was finally making the playoffs. Ah, that's nope. tough. Nope. He could have stayed in Houston for all that if he didn't want to make the playoffs. <laughs> okay, because here's why I'm at this point. Like, yeah, He the, thought he
0: was going to get an opportunity ooh, to play, man, too. He thought he was going to cook, too. This season was tough for that man. Man, he thought new situation. Get an opportunity to play more. Play you know, with play. Luca.
1: Get an opportunity to maybe try and win. Rebuild my rep in this league. Jason Kidd said, hell no. (laughs) That's where I'm at now. I got to laugh at it now. I mean, I
0: would hope so because crying doesn't help nothing. Yeah, crying doesn't help
1: nothing, but I laugh laugh at this now.
0: From the 214, we could have signed a point guard in the offseason and kept our damn squad. Honestly, I think that's one of the things that when we were talking earlier tonight about the idea of the ways that this organization has lost, kind of dripped away value from the organization – that's one of the places cuz I obviously I talked about, you know, the Porzingis trade and like giving up all the assets there. You can talk about the Kyrie trade, you can talk about little trades in between there to try and add players. Um you can talk about players walking out the door. Also another place is overvaluing the players that you had on your roster. Yeah. And giving them more money than maybe I don't want to talk about deserve cuz I don't I feel like that's a really mm-hmm. nasty notion when we start getting mm-hmm. down those roads, but like that are not that are not valuable for you. And that's one of the places where they have lost value for this team.
1: Luka Doncic the other day talked about chemistry in relation to Jalen Brunson. You know, say how much they miss Jalen Brunson and mm-hmm. what he brought to the team. This is why I don't care how upset you get. This is why I kept pounding the table for them to hit the easiest layup they could have hit all summer long and even into the regular season, and they didn't do it. Signing Goran Dragic. Even if you felt like there wasn't enough of Goran Dragic left to feel like he could be effective, guess what he is and still is? He's a leader, a veteran, someone that knows Luka backwards and forwards. Those are the kinds of guys that you help build chemistry and locker rooms for. Now the Mavericks felt like Goran Dragic was not, you know, worth giving enough.
0: I don't think they, I think they wanted him, but they could not promise that they had the minutes for him just yet cuz it seemed like they I guess they were still holding out on the opportunity of getting another guard that was out there. Do I know which one it is? Don't recall. Um but then that one came through but Goran Dragic had already made the decision. I can't wait on the idea right. that maybe And so uh, this is another one of those instances where maybe if you, you know, you get all the information, you go, ah, there, you know, you can see how that happens. But the problem is you just can't stack all of these. Well, you know, it happens. Well, you know, it happens. The problem is you stack all those things up and this is where you stand. An 11th seed with two guys that are, you know, top two tiers or top three tiers in the league of players sitting on the outside looking in. Kansas? Also, that when you mentioned Goran Dragic, I was like, I don't remember how, how much has he played this year.
1: That, 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 my, my point is, I know that's not the point. Yeah, that's besides yeah, the point, yeah, but yeah. it
0: did bring that thought to me. Yeah, yeah, I was so like, I do actually sure. do wonder how how uh, how feasible that had been.
1: And the the other reason why I bring his name up in particular is because if you look at what this team sorely lacked on a lot of fronts was veteran presence within the locker room and someone to be able to, if they had to, be an adult, be be the adult in the room. And there's value to that. You can say what you want about Udonis Haslam being around for a a bazillion years, but there's a reason why the Miami Heat kept bringing that dude back. There's value in that. And a team that did not have a lot of that this year, they could have used it. Could have used it. Well, some of your headlines here on this uh, Friday night. Mavericks officially eliminated from playoff contention. Two lasting images and and quotes from uh, this year that will stick with me. The quote, no one's dying. That was just oof. That was tone deaf. The image, Dennis Smith Jr. knocking down a dagger three-pointer to effectively end the Mavericks season at that point, because they went on to lose back-to-back games, two games in three days, to the Charlotte Hornets. Dennis Smith Jr. knocking down that three at the top of the key. Dagger in the Mavs season. Coming up next on the Get Right with Reggie KG on through The Fan. We will talk on the radio
0: next. This
2: segment on the fan is brought to you by Frankel and Frankel. There's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck. So companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Frankel and Frankel. The consultation is always free. Visit TruckRick.com.
1: So get right. We're Reggie KG right here on 105.3. The fan, Kevin Gray, Reginald, Atatula. Rigo Mendoza holding it down for you here. Appreciate you joining us here on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. Jason Kidd, um, he's got a quote that's out here that uh, is going to have a lot of Mavericks fans interested into it. We'll get into it here in just a moment. Um, as the Mavericks were officially eliminated for playoff contention tonight at the hands of the Chicago Bulls, that means the Oklahoma City Thunder lock in the 10th and final spots in the play-in and Western Conference playoffs. Seven and eight will play each other. Nine and ten will also play each other and to determine who will be the uh, seven and eight seeds in the NBA playoffs. Uh, The quote, as I'm now seeing it here, uh, because I had seen it on another account, but I wanted to make sure I had seen it from someone else as well. Uh, You do have the audio for this. So here is Jason Kidd talking about what next season's prospects could look like. Listen to his answer and judge for yourself. roster' it's it's always dictated on the roster so you got to wait till the roster because there's going to be a lot of people who aren't back. you know so um, there's gonna be new faces and there's gonna be some that come back. Um, but we don't as coaches know um, and the last names um, do have an impact on on schemes um, <clears throat> both offensively and defensively and so um, you know we, we have to wait to see what that roster looks like. Okay. Now, the question came from Landon Thomas, who covers the Dallas Mavericks um, and does so for uh, Mavs fans for life, and it was his question about what areas could he and the coaching staff uh, be better at this season, and that was Kid's response, and part of that answer was, quote, there aren't going to be a lot of people who are back. this team yeah basically and some
0: of that is to be expected right because if we look at the contracts that they have on the books Luka Doncic is on the books Tim Hardaway Jr. is on the books Davis Bertans is on the books Maxi Kleba is on the books he signed that extension that you mentioned JaVale McGee is on the books Josh Green and Jaden Hardy still on their rookie deals and then Reggie Bullock is partially guaranteed but he'll still be here I truly believe that Unless unless they have to utilize him to maybe make some moves, I don't know, right? Um, but those are the ones that you have guaranteed. Christian Wood, obviously, we understand is a, a a free agent. Dwight Powell is a free agent. Kyrie Irving clearly is a free agent, right? And so the understanding being, you're not bringing everybody back. Theo Pinson, a free agent. Nila Keena, Markeith Morris, Justin Holiday, right? Like those ones, we all kind of understand, um, but. I think the interesting portion of this is like he said that like it was a guarantee like he knew already that there were some folks that they were not going to bring back right which is kind of odd because some of the things that he's discussed he's almost talked about as if he does not have you know a a a word in a say in yeah decision making but that was kind of said with the guarantee that there would not be that not to say that i mean it could still be that he does not have a lot of input and maybe he, he's been told maybe those conversations have already the, been made in his way that yo the, this is the plan but um yeah that is wildly interesting and it, i mean do we want to start speculating on how that goes where they're because i mean people this instance people are obviously going to start going all right where do you go from here right that's the next question
1: And I'll make sure I get the quote right. He said, because there are going to be a lot of people who aren't back in quote, Jason Kidd saying in response to how he and the coaching staff could have been better this season. I mean, to say that on the record, immediately following a game where you've been eliminated from playoff contention and not waiting until obviously after the season is officially over with um, is rather remarkable. While, yes, it sounds like that is you know going to be the case, that's not something that's typically set immediately following a regular season game with the season is still going. I just found that to be extremely um, peculiar to go on the record to do that after this particular game. But as you mentioned, you laid out the individuals who are having expiring contracts. Look, man, I Dwight Powell has been a model citizen for this organization, a leader within the community and this team for a long time. It's been time. It's been time. His contract expires at the end of this year. Um Christian Wood, I have said, if I don't know why the I guess the reason why they couldn't trade him because nobody wanted him. Um I don't anticipate Christian Wood being back on this team next year. Um you know, Theo Pinson vibe guy. Yeah, I don't think he's back. Davis Bertans, we've talked about this. Got to find a way to move off Davis Bertans in that contract. Um, Now, Reggie uh, Bullock's contract, is that partially guaranteed?
0: Yeah, it's currently $5.5 of the ten and a half is guaranteed.
1: So you may have to eat some of that in order to move on from him. And then I I have a hard time. Oh, you think just like walking away from him, or trading him? Yeah, I was like, it'd have to yeah. be a trade, right? Like, yeah, that's i was saying you may have to eat some of that in order to, you know, to move him on. Oh, you you think that's a bad deal at ten and a half million? No, I don't think it's a bad deal. I just don't know what he. Well with the cap ramifications, I, yeah. I imagine
0: if you trade him, yeah. right? Like that's that's you would be doing the normal thing with the trade. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that would affect your salary cap mm-hmm. in the way that you.
1: Here's the wild card. Tim Hardaway Jr., because his daddy is out here popping off, you know, about the Mavericks, you know, leadership or lack thereof from Luca and yeah, Kyrie. But he, he immediately I know he walked it back. Right. But at himself. the same yeah, himself, but at the same time, you know, the hot and cold nature of Tim Hardaway Jr. as a as a player, as a shooter, again, another very good dude. Very good guy. Um, But the hot and cold nature of his game offensively, the inconsistency there at times, and then we know that defensively he's not very good. This team needs a dramatic makeover, and there are a lot of names that you can look at that you have to figure out. One, how you're going to flip. Two, you're just going to have to let go altogether by walking away from Christian Wood and Dwight Powell. It's evident that it appears Christian was not going to be back on this team.
0: That one, that feels like the one that we know. Um, they this team has available to them a biannual exception for about four and a half million. Okay, I mean, that goes somewhere when yeah. you're adding into like a rotation type piece and a player. They also have a non taxpayer mid level exception, which is 11 million, which is going to be incredibly useful in trying to make sure that you add a um a rotation player. And this is the thing in line with a conversation that we've had time and time again, throughout this Mm -hmm. show and throughout our, me and you our conversations over a long time. You've got to be efficient with that money. That $11 million has to give you a player that is giving you at the very least $11 million worth of value, because there's been, there have been times on this roster where you get somebody, you sign somebody up and they are not playing to the expectation of the contract, of a player of that contract salary, right? And you you are far beyond the time when that is acceptable
1: and when that works for you. Oh, boy. Um, how they remake this team and the ways that they go about it. There's very few paths. We were listening to the Hoop Collective today with Tim Bontemps, Winhurst, and Tim McMahon about how this team creates a path to be able to make some of this shake, there are very few and well, look we talked about the the assets that you have two first round picks whether
0: even if you pick up this number ten overall right you would maybe be able to you know trade this pick once it's selected so there's a possibility that you could kind of negotiate and say all right who do you want then we'll make the trade once that selection has happened um in addition to a future first or if they do if they do not get this pick they convey the pick to um New, New York. York. Then you have two first round picks. So two first round picks, right? You also have Josh Green and Jaden Hardy. Those are valuable players because they're playing, you know, they're role, you know, role players, rotation players that you have on rookie deals. Those are valuable assets. And outside of that, that's pretty much your assets, right? That's it. And I mean, I shouldn't say that's it, right? Like the players that you have on your roster, maybe there's someone that values Reggie Bullock, right? And as a trade asset, um, is there anyone else that you look at under contract of the eight players that are under contract that you're like, yo, that is that is a that is a player that people will value? Tim Hardaway Jr. isn't expi isn't an expiring contract yet,
1: but he has a descending contract. He does. That does make him possibly attractive if you're a team um, looking to, you know, add a good player not a great player he has a skill set that's very particular in this league where he's a good shooter
0: he in my opinion and correct me if i'm wrong kg he seems like the type of player that if you were in a feeling that you wanted to trade him he would be a mid-season trade where like for a team that's trying to get just a little bit of something i don't know that a team would want to trade for him in the off season as they are building something Does yeah that
1: feel like yeah because we thought he was going to get moved at the trade deadline You know, there was rumors about him possibly going to Cleveland uh, in exchange for possibly a Kyrus LeVert. Um, That didn't necessarily happen, but he has a descending contract. But one of the things that we talked about with, because I'm really interested to see how this Maxi Kleber thing shakes out because he, his three-year $33 million extension kicks in next uh, year. Next year. Yep. Are we uh, about to be on the backside, on the wrong side of a decline when it comes to, you know, to Max, he had the right hamstring tear this year. Um, so interested to see what he looks like coming back uh, starting next year. For the
0: 31-year-old that just came off the injury that you mentioned? Yeah, that's quite a, very much a possibility. Uh, from the 469, are we looking at a rebuild? It, I mean, when we start talking about it in this way, we end up like this is semantics. But I'll tell you what I mean when I say this. I don't think it's a rebuild because I think the connotation of a rebuild is that you're stripping it down to the down to the studs you can't you,
1: afford to do that with this player. There you player. go.
0: Bingo. So I think you are looking at a very heavy rebuild because that's what's necessary. You're going to need to have another center and maybe just for like institutional knowledge and continuity, they bring back Dwight Powell on a low contract, right? Maybe they manage no, to No, that, that that cannot happen. I look, that I cannot hear you. happen. I hear you, but you're going to need you're going to need another big at least, right? You're going to need some wings. You're going to need some more ball handlers and I don't think all of that come all of that's definitely not coming just from the 10th overall pick or 7th or 8th or ninth, whatever you end up getting if you do keep your pick right that all of that is not coming from the salary cap space if you if Kyrie Irving does not you know remain and, I mean, obviously, you're going to get a very good player if Kyrie Irving remains, but I, that then even further limits what you're capable of doing because, again, outside of that, you've got a non-taxpayer mid-level exception and a biannual exception. So you have $11 million to put towards a player and $4 million, $4.5 million to put towards another player because you can't really put those together, right? Or, or I guess you can you can split up some of these exceptions as well. But Yeah, you can split them up, yeah. But we're not... The the Mavs aren't in a place where they're like, we just need a whole bunch of $3 million players,
1: right? That's not where they,
0: they need no. they need an $11 million player. Because they're not good enough organization
1: yeah. to go find Brooke Lopez for $3 million the way that the Bucks did.
0: KG, you want to answer this question from the 469? Are the Mavs stuck with JaVale
1: McGee? As of right now, yeah. Okay, fantastic. You can thank Jason Kidd for that one. Um, convincing this organization to bring him in on a multi-year deal. Multi-year deal for over $20 million they brought JaVel McGee on. And my man was DNPCD more than I could count this year for them. Hey, man, Mark Cuban
0: and particularly Nico Harrison, y'all got your work cut out for you. Oh, boy, do they ever. Let's see if you up for the challenge because this, this is a challenge.
1: It's the final call next on The Get Right. No, they're not. Final time here on the Get Right. We're Reggie KG on 105. Three of the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula, yep. Regal Mendoza. Appreciate all his hard work on this Friday night as we get ready to send you off into your weekend here on your home with the Dallas Cowboys and Texas Rangers. 105. Three of the fan. Really appreciate all those who joined us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash DallasFanCam. Also on YouTube at 105 through the fan on YouTube. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow morning starting at 9 a.m. Will Chambers, a three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold, and Joey the Jet Erickson will be live at Twin Peaks at the Texas Motor Speedway from 9 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. right here on your home of the Texas Rangers. So don't forget to turn it on. Leave it on and keep it live and local all weekend long here on 105.3 The Fan. Um, it's the final call here on the get right as we get ready to get out of here on this Friday night. A disappointing end to this Friday. Unfortunately, the good guys go down in Chicago. How disappointing? I mean, there's there's folks that wanted this traffic, man. Uh, that, that is very true. Um, the Rangers go down two-nothing in Chicago. Mavericks fall to the Chicago Bulls 115 to 112. Their season in terms of playoff contention is officially over. The Oklahoma City Thunder lock in the tenth seed in the West. They make the play in. The Mavericks offseason begins on Sunday after they take on the San Antonio Spurs in the regular season finale. For the 2022-2023 Dallas Mavericks. KG. Mm-hmm. Did I
0: tell you what I'm doing next Thursday? In addition to the get right? Uh, no. Apparently, I'm going to a, a middle school career day.
1: Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulling Following in Bob, the... Yeah, Bobby Bell. The whole was, Bobby Bell's here, I man. didn't
0: even know that Bobby Bell was doing it until I saw it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. It's not the same middle school. Um And so... I saw his setup and I was like, oh, that's really cool. And it made me remember or realize, I have no idea what my setup is going to be for uh, for the kids. Because it's like, yo, you get a table and you'll be there for a couple hours. The kid's going to come up and ask things. Also, hey, if you could bring things to give away to the kids. And I was like, what's a radio thing to give away to the kids? Um, mm-hmm.
1: uh, Patches, 105 Through the Fan, Patches.
0: Where are they at, though? Polo talked, shirts? You
1: talked to Tim Collins about that. I, I yeah, got to talk to him about that a whole shirt yeah why not you're doing a lot because no. it cost money yeah that's true yeah, um, yeah, d- tell them to download the Odyssey app yeah
0: just pull out your phone the Odyssey app
1: yeah yeah get that get that And give y'all the gifts of this YouTube subscription whatever <laughs> Twitch subscription oh Twitch subscriptions kids might like that I don't know how you get that to work or whatever
0: <laughs> I don't like you sound like somebody's daddy for real I don't know how you get that to work. I don't know how you get that to work. That's incredible. Uh, uh, hot Cheetos
1: from 214. You know what? The kids do love Hot Cheetos. They don't really got nothing to do with the radio. I mean, you know, they'll remember you for it, though. Hey, I remember that once had that radio guy came to my school. He gave us Hot Cheetos.
0: You know what? That really is how kids talk. Yeah. <laughs> they just, they're like, it's like, what does that have to do with the thing? It don't like, matter. What you learned from the che- radio guy? Oh,
1: it, nothing. But he gave us Hot Cheetos, it though. It's Hot Cheetos. <laughs> That's another thing is like, what am I supposed to tell the babies?
0: about radio just keep it real with him oh i don't know if that's right
2: hey i mean i found my passion for this business in middle school middle school high school really did you have somebody come talk to you no actually i mean i mean in part i was listening to the station but then in other parts you know i was just kind of doing my own thing and i was like all right this kind of seems like a lot of fun talking on the radio and stuff
1: who was the first voice you heard on the station (laughs) mr gavin dawson really (laughs) yes (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. you should. Why, tell why mom, is that funny to you? You should tell him that that no. you that he inspired you to what? you know get in the radio business. Well, the only reason That'll why make I make him feel good. Well, yeah, the only
2: reason why I haven't been wanting to say that like out loud to you guys, to everybody here, is because that's just that uh, he's my coworker now. Like he's my teammate. So, so I just don't want. I, I don't know.
0: I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> are you
1: familiar with Ari Temkin? Y- yes. Oh man, shout out to Ari Temkin. Yeah, Ari Temkin
0: was he was here for a little bit. Yeah. And before he came on like a staff, I think he had to like host a show over ESPN National. He used the studios up here, and I happened to see him in here. And I came in, I was like, "Hey, Ari, um, I used to listen to you when I was in uh, when I was in high school when uh he used to work at uh the Horn down in Austin, talking uh, about the Texas Longhorns and all things in there in that way. And I, when I was living in Austin, I definitely. Listen to him. So I was like, "Yo, always appreciated your work. This is real cool to meet you. And now it's it's kind of cool to have that dude as a as a friend. So yeah, just you don't have to be weird
2: about it. Just let him Yeah. Know. Well, and, and I'm gonna backtrack on that a little bit. It wasn't just Gavin. It was the G Bag Nation. Like when they were in in late nights on and get this, a Sony Walkman. My dad found a Sony Walkman at a thrift store that he used to work at, and I used to listen to them on on that same Sony Walkman. That's oh, well, what's great. Right. Yeah. And so Lucius again, all, all the
1: guys. Lucius. Uh Uh-huh. L.A. That's good stuff, man. Appreciate it. Uh, It's also good to be Stephen Curry these days. That's because Stephen Curry has been given a $75 million stock grant from Under Armour after being named Under Armour's president of the Curry brand. I mean, he should. Like,
0: you realize how important the Curry brand has been to Under Armour, right? Basically Under- saved the company. Yeah, Under Armour was starting to turn. Like, there was a point in time, though. Like, I remember when I was in in school, at least, um, grade school, where Under Armour was, like, synonymous with, like, kind of that dry fit workout wear. And, like, I just mentioned dry fit. Nike definitely came into that space. A lot of a lot of places people have come into that space where Under Armour has not, you know, no longer has that corner. So they had to find more stuff to get. And thankfully for them... They had that Steph Curry. Thankful, well, actually, didn't ESPN mess up? Or not ESPN. Didn't Nike mess up their meeting with Steph Curry where they That's had a typo? Right. That's right. Let Under Armour open the door. Now they
1: got all that money. Well, shout out to the Curry family. Continue to do good work out there among the community. Appreciate the hard work of my man, Rigo Mendoza, on this Friday night. Thank you, sir, for all of your work. I Hopefully you enjoy your weekend. For my partner, Reginald Atatula, my name is Kevin Gray. This has been The Get Right with Reggie KG on five three The Fan. Y'all be good and take care of each other. Happy Ramadan,
0: Passover, and Easter. Y'all be easy. Peace.
1: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone.